Right there when you said ass juice, that's awesome. <laughs> <coughs> Actually, it's not bad. It's a little, a little bad. Little spot right there. It's questionable. I mean, if anything, you did just lock fart into the apartment. I did. 
You were just outside, but no, no, don't leave it outside. A full ten minutes outside, and you walk in, close the door, and then as soon as I close the door, it's like, yep, it's happening. <laughs> but I, I, and you, I stood you're still over there like for close enough to open the door too. Is the other thing. I don't know, man. When, I, when you got to fart, you got to fart. Sometimes it's one. Of, it was one of those. You know, like, oh, okay, we're about to fart. True. So all you folks at home know. Just go well, fart. we don't want to start off this podcast with our guests talking about farts. <laughs> Just maybe did, we do. Who knows? Whatever. Uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, welcome to Share Your Buzz, episode one hundred and twenty. Yeah, man. 120 episodes. It's a lot, 120 man. times. This clanging-ass table. There it is. <laughs> a new table might be coming because oh. we, uh, I'm, I might be getting, I might be swapping my furniture out and getting some new stuff, getting rid of some stuff and getting some new stuff. And Can we break this thing? I, I think we need to. I think when we, if we get a new wooden table... Like with some padding on it and some nice mic stands. I think we need to officially take this out and w- uh, do something. Throw it off something. Like Throw it off I something. Yeah. Man, I was driving on the highway. On I was going. On, I was on the top of an overpass, and from from over the side of the overpass, flew something. Like someone threw something up. I want. It was like six o'clock in the morning. I was on my way to work. I don't think somebody actually was on the road below me throwing something up. I think it might have fallen off of some truck driving by me or something. But it looked like it came up over the side of the overpass and bounced underneath my car and like hit it. But it wasn't a rock or anything because it didn't cling. It didn't like clang. It just kind of like boom. And then like huh. like it was just so like, it was like a piece of rubber off a truck. Piece of rubber or something or like a bird. I don't know. But <laughs> it, poor bird. That was uh, a bad day for the bird. Yeah, bad morning. Not how good. you want to start your Friday. <laughs> so, my name is Tony, by the way. And uh, I'm not sure who I – oh, Chris. Yeah. I mean, they're downloading the show. They know who we are. 120 episodes. You guys know who we are now. Although people have told us in the beginning that had first met us that who, – who was it? I've had more than one guest tell us that they thought that we were – our voices and our pictures were opposite. Like they thought really? We, they thought we were the other one. Who, somebody said that. <laughs> I, think, I think it was the guys from um, – was it the guys from Hypothetically Speaking? So, I don't know. So it, was, it, was some, it was some other some band or some other podcast we had on. And they were like, oh, I thought... I thought, I thought you were the guy I with the nasally the voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we both kind of talked really loud. Curly hair, nasally voice. I just know that I, fucked. I have to turn my mic down because I talk a really loud. <laughs> it's annoying. So I rub my beard against it. So He does. He, it's a new deal. thing. It's really... It's become kind of like his thing. It's like, what are you going to do? The, yeah. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, you... Scratched your forehead on it. I in the did. I had an itch too. on my forehead. I was <laughs> like, Let's get that. let me get that right quick. I don't feel like putting down my beer, well, my Mayday beer. To exactly. Uh, Sometimes you can't, you know, when you're drinking this delicious Mayday. we got the angry redhead right now. But uh, thank you to Ozzy. Uh, although, why have you made your beer so fucking delicious? I'm getting fat. It's almost summer. <laughs> right. It's almost summer, and I can't stop drinking Mayday. Uh, so, yeah, cheers, Ozzy. I love you, and I hate you because... Uh, nah, but all, with all, all due respect, um, yeah, go out there and check out Mayday. They got a bunch of stuff coming up this month. If you're out in Murfreesboro or if you're out that way, or if you just want to find something out of Nashville to do to break the norm of everything we have around here, head out to the borough, 521 Old Salem Road. Mm-hmm. They have, like, a ton of stuff coming up in April. Uh, they're doing this karaoke thing, like, once a week now, which is pretty wild. And Ozzy kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit about something special he might be doing re- re- uh, regarding – some kind of Disney karaoke, which, um, dude, uh, Disney music is making a comeback, something fierce right now. 
Is it? Is it like a thing? We right were now? downtown last Sunday, and this is the second time in as many weeks I heard somebody sing this song, and it's it's the fucking um, uh, the Little Mermaid, the song from Little Mermaid, where she's uh, wa- I want to be part of that world. I could change it. I could change it. No, I don't know which. Uh, I don't fucking know. Yeah, you know it's Michael Jackson, dude. Is it? <laughs> I could change the world. No, it's not. I want, I want to be part of that world. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, yeah. I, w- I was thinking I kind of want to do Aladdin, man. That was my jam. Aladdin yeah. or Beauty and the Beast. When Be My Guest. Oh, dude, I had that. <laughs> I, I had the Beauty and the Beast soundtrack when I was a kid on tape. Maybe Jungle Book for me. Either the okay. Bare Necessities okay. or the, 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 the Monkey King. What was his name? Uh, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. it? What's that one song? Like? I don't know that one, man. That the Jungle Book was not one like of my favorites. Like I never, I never got into that one. Honestly, what? Sadly, Classic, yeah. I, I got into it later on in life, but it was like, I was more of a like Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, uh, uh, Little Mermaid, like fucking Sebastian the Crab. I, dude, I saw Little him? Mermaid in theaters, I believe. Pretty sure. I'll sing Under the Under the Sea, dude. Love that song. Under the, you yeah. should totally sing that. Fucking Everybody song. knows it's better down where sweater. <laughs> I like uh, that. On that we note. should probably in, in introduce our guest tonight. Thanks, Ozzy, for supplying um, the delicious beverages for tonight. Um, go out there and check out everything he's got going on, all kinds of stuff. And when you go out there, try some of that inner sanctum because it will, uh, it'll. Yeah, we were talking about that before the show. It will make you feel silly good. Yeah, it will. Uh, it will definitely put you where you need to be, or don't need to be. And <laughs> don't yeah. drink and drive. Yeah, but don't drink the yeah. fuck out of that inner sanctum. Try some of that inner sanctum, but only if you are prepared to get into the inner sanctum of your the depths of your <laughs> your uh, your own uh, inebriation, because that will that will do it to you. Or that silk mill they have out there now, mm. baby boy. So, Eric, what's up, brother? Hey guys, Eric Fines. How are yeah, you? I, I, did, I didn't want to, you know, step on. No, what no, it, it's no, normally we just kind of. Your intro is always good, and Oops. I knew we had some plugs to do with this delicious beer that's been supplied my way. You like yep. that? Won't tell you how many I'm on to, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. As well, it's been a minute. How you doing? Man, I've been great. Yeah, uh, been staying busy. Uh, music, married life. You guys might recognize him. He's, he's from uh, he's the. Lead singer of the band One Cent Stamp we had on the show. Way oh yeah, back Wait in a couple we were, years ago. We were trying to figure Shit. out when it was on, and I, I think it was probably mid 2016. It, 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 it made me realize how long we've been fucking doing this. Like when you say 100, when you say 120 episodes, like I, I mean it, it sounds it, it makes 120 it 120 weeks. So that's a long time. Yeah, <laughs> have, you, you have you pretty much averaged one a week? Yeah, but when you that's say awesome. it, when you said it in years, I was like, fuck, we've been doing this since 2016. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. It had to be. in 2019. Would you? It's crazy, dude. Coming up, man. So, you, uh, we didn't bring him here to talk about his old projects, though. No. <laughs> well, I just want to mention that. No, we, you know, we might, could talk about it all. You might recognize his beautiful, sultry voice. Especially when, you, especially when you hear the music. Yeah, you, you guys hear. will hear what we just heard coming up. It was amazing. And uh, we've had a, we've been on a good run with music lately, man. We got we have. everybody on here. So just keeps getting better and better. So, what have you been up to, man? I know you got some, some news. Some new stuff yeah, coming up. so uh, I guess today you'll people yep. can hear my single out in yep. Spotify World and iTunes World and uh, uh, what's the other one? Google, Google Play. You know that one. Um, 
All the same places you can find this podcast, by the way. Rate us five stars. <laughs> exactly. Rate Eric Vines. Rate him five stars, please, as you as you go and listen to my music. But a uh, new single called Me and You, and I don't go by Eric anymore. My name's E.G., so EG. just letting you guys know. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. It's E.G. Vines. E.G. Vines. E.G. Vines. Okay. Yeah, it's, like it's a little cooler. I was tired of my name, so. I got you. I got you. Is Out the window. Is it uh, letters, like acronym letters or is it are you do you like, like spelled cool like yeah it's uh, for eerily gorgeous mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's me <laughs> eerily gorgeous it's so beautiful in like a weird way yeah. yeah it's a it's better than creepily gorgeous i guess yeah for yeah. sure so creepily gorgeous i'm trying to think I'm trying no i was thinking if you're gonna spell it like uh like i had a buddy one time his name was tj but he was it was his name was not t it was thomas J. No, james it, no it wasn't no his name right. was actually t-e-e-j-a-y <laughs> well, I worked with what? a guy named J.T. Woods. It's literally just J, and a T, and then Wood. Wood. Yeah. That's his birth name. Yep. That's cool. It doesn't stand name, for anything. His it's first name is literally just the letter J. J. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. What's your name, J? How do you spell that, J? I'm sorry. It's easy, man. So yeah, man, we just heard uh, one of the tunes, and I can see why you changed your name to E.G. Right. With that song, hearing that song, because you guys, you're gonna hear it. It's it's it. It reminds me of an E.G. You gotta have a cool name if you're gonna sing a song like that. I mean, have to. Cool. You know, have to. You can't be uh, just Bartholomew and sing a song like that. I mean, yeah. You can't be just James. Yeah. Sing Theodore. No. Well, it's like an evolution of, of your sound. I mean, you got to think from when I remember, we remember you from One Cent Stamp, you know what I'm saying? So, well, Man, I mean, I've, I've kind of done it all. I mean, yeah. to be honest, we've we've done, I've done a lot of rock in my life. Yeah. Um, Rocked a thousand faces. No Chuck's on right Seen now. Seen a thousand faces, no rocked them all. <laughs> That's it. You know, I, I just, I, I went away and wrote for about two or three years, man, um, about since the time you guys had me on here, and I've Man, been writing before that, but I had been seeing like little pop-ups of like you doing like something on Facebook here and there, yeah. Like, and I was like, it, it was like kept on hinting to something happening. Yeah, you know, I didn't and tell a whole lot of people. I would just uh, post something, maybe even the day of or a couple days before. Just uh, there's something nice about being able to play a bunch of songs you just wrote in your in your bedroom, yeah, or your basement, and just gauging the reaction, doing yeah. that a few times, and usually you get a consensus. People like something, don't like something, and they don't tell you what they don't like. But you know, mm-hmm. intuitively, yeah. you go, "I never heard anybody say they like that song." Yeah, yeah. Let, let's scrap that one. So, yeah. Um, and then I arrived at you know, we just kind of arrived That's at the this only sound. reason we've been able to do the podcast for three years is because people don't tell us that they don't like it. <laughs> we just, <'cause> we <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> I mean, I don't like it. But. That's bullshit. <laughs> I downloaded a couple more earlier this week. Nice, nice. Now a couple more downloads. Bing, bing. Rate us five stars. Yep. No, so that's cool, man, because, like I said, I've been seeing you doing, like, little stuff here and there, popping up, popping up, and then, like, you keep on dropping, like, new music here or something like that, doing this, doing that. But not, I was like, well, well what's, what's, when's it coming? When's it coming? And so, Yeah, you know, I kind of hate doing that, uh, doing the social media and the – I mean, I like it, but I don't like it because – I, I, I am like a perfectionist, and I, I try to uh, overthink that stuff. Mm-hmm. Or I, I don't try. I, I overthink it. And, uh, you know, my wife probably hates that part of me because I'm always saying, are you sure I should post on Wednesday, you know, mm-hmm. preceding the, the next Friday? It's and like she's just like, post the damn thing. Yeah, she's like, post the damn thing at 10 this morning. I'm tired of talking to you about it. Do not wait another day. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, that's probably what she's thinking, but. Oh, dude, it's, it's a thing. It's a she's real thing. A sweetheart. That happens. That ha- we, you have to do that. It just, right. It's not just, it's what any business now. It's not just like podcasting or artistry or like music or it, whatever it is that you're doing. You have to be good at social media now to get it done. Like, and, and it's timing too. There's all these algorithms and all, you know. How many people are going to check it out at 9.30 in the morning versus well, you know, Corey, 1 in the afternoon? Corey knows all that stuff. Or, you know, he studied that stuff in college, you know. Yeah. Corey Johnson of Winston Stamp and good friend of mine. But What other bands he in? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you. The band I that shall not be named yet? The <laughs> band that shall not be named. I think named. that's a project for this weekend, I heard. Uh, yeah. Gonna try, okay. yeah. You're going to try to name the band this weekend? I guess. They have to. I'm trying to get him to play a gig with me. Yeah, yeah. you need a name to play a gig. But uh, <laughs> Five Spot said, "So who's the other uh, band on the on the roster?" And I said, uh, "I'll tell you next week, I think." It's, a, it's just a symbol, yeah. <laughs> like uh, they're, yeah. in, they're in the Prince. The Prince, thing. yeah, when they're Prince went the, to uh, symbol. Just the symbol, the symbol. Uh, I know it's so hard to do. Is it not the hardest thing to do? That's that's why you just name it who you are, and that that worked for me this time. Right. Yeah, but you, thank like, God. What, what made you want to go EG though? Like what what? You just woke up like you were listening to the track. He's like, "Dude, I gotta get, I gotta get sexy with it." Um, maybe. I mean, it's a cool. Uh, it's a, it, no, seriously, it reminds me of like a blues. I often wake up and be like, "You know what? I gotta get sexy with it." It's got yeah. some blues, and some of the songs have some funk elements. Funk and blues I just, and like, I don't know, man. Um, my friends, a lot of my friends have called me E.G. for a okay. long time, and G is actually my middle name, but yeah, we, yeah. we don't have to talk about it. It's just G dot. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so. Um, is it part of the algorithm? You're just like, man, Eric Vines. Just I, yeah, I just I, I wanted to be myself, but be far o- enough away where it wasn't like. It's always just, good Eric Vines. when you're on stage to have some kind of alternate person. Like not 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 that you're not the same person, but it's a version. It's an it's a it's an accentuated version of certain aspects of yourself that you want to put into this character that is in this performance. A hundred percent. I mean, when I step on stage, I am the same human, but. You get into performance mode, yeah. And when you get in the studio, you get in that mode of you're there, yeah, yeah. You're bringing out it's that almost, thing of you. You almost can't help it. Like I find it. Like Chris is pretty good at getting on the mic and just being himself. But I find like when I get on the mic, I turn into like podcast personality, and I'm trying to do less of that and be. Well, and you be seem more about myself. the same. But if there's a certain thing about putting, getting in front of the mic and doing your craft, doing the actual art of it, that mm-hmm. makes you feel a little bit different sometimes about sure. doing it like you almost feel like you're this little this little person this, this little this version of yourself where it's certain aspects don't talk about yourself like that <laughs> the little Vinny comes out little Vinny <laughs> inside Joe little Vinny yeah don't bring little Vinny out in the <laughs> studio please don't <laughs> no that so the last tables are four baby <laughs> sorry I, I was having away. a conversation about strip clubs in last night with somebody and about how Nashville is just a uh, like there's one strip club downtown that seems to be still holding on Deja Vu, yeah. and how they hold on. Wait, I'd aren't they gone? Is that's the one right on Broadway and Demumbrian or whatever, right? It's, it's I think they moved it. I think what I heard is because you'd pull up to that light location. and you'd always just see the legs kicking yeah. as yeah. you're waiting <laughs> to, to turn left on Demumbrian. It says Deja Vu. There's still now. the one in Printer's Alley that's holding on too, though. No, that one closed down. Dude. Did it? That one. The, that uh, one was like been there yeah. since like. Willie Nelson was getting his balls right. What I heard, <laughs> what I hear was that one closed down because of the three-foot, when they instituted the three-foot rule, the place was so small that you couldn't dance and not be within three feet. So they had to close down. What they did for a while was they tried to do like the, 
they did like nude karaoke or something where you can get on there like the girls were, went up there and like did some performance or something yeah. but that ended up not working yeah. either but i forget who told me about this i was just talking about this with somebody why i was why i was talking about this uh oh i know i know who it was that told me and i'm not gonna bust him out so i'm gonna keep it to myself <laughs> <laughs> frequenter of the uh zoo mm. so it's, how, how it's, do we get on that i forgot i don't I'm, know I'm it, it's crazy times change man I think you just wanted to talk about it. You just said strip you clubs. D- you don't need to get to go to a strip club in downtown in Nashville, though, because, like, it's just a, a bunch of drunk people all the freaking time. If you're really, if you horny, just go talk to girls that they're down there. And yeah. and just That's all Broadway is. Yeah, yeah man. Monday Titties afternoon, 4 o'clock. Everyone's drunk on Broadway. Titties and beer. Then we were out there on Sunday last weekend and just – Went out just on a whim. It was madhouse. It, it was cold, and we was like, we were like this. She, uh, Faith, had to go down there and pick up her check from a bar she used to work at. She had to pick up her like our W two from last year. Yeah. So we were like, well, while we're down here, let's stop in and see some music. And we walked around for a little bit, and dude, there's people just. I mean, in, during the day on a Sunday, it's mostly. It's funny because it's it's the old timers or people that have come on vacation for the weekend yeah. that are on their last day. Yeah. So yep. they're all kind of like drinking because they just just to get through the day because they they're just so hungover. Yeah. Feel so much yeah. pain. Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of I've been that guy oh, a few times. Let's just say Nashville's one of those cities though where, I mean, people are drunk all day. Like different people. Like you have people that are. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> There's always somebody gonna be it's drunk. Like a shift. It's a drinking shift. There's like, like shifts shift of different like. <laughs> I happen to be like that. I happen to be a happy hour guy. I probably <laughs> go. I'm, I'm like afternoon <laughs> shift. And then I pass it off as I'm leaving the bar. I it's it's like the um like the old Warner Brothers cartoon with the uh with the Roadrunner and they how they clock out and the, at the end of yeah. the day it's like as I'm clocking out from the bar then you like, the, the, the nighttime bar guys yeah. are like coming it, in. It's like on my way over here, I'm driving here, and I'm gonna go drink right. It's six something in the afternoon. Yeah. And this guy in front of me, he was literally veering, zigzag all the way down the street, hitting a curb. Going back the other way, hitting a curb like a damn pinball. I saw four cars pull out of going head on with him, and I literally called 911 for the first time in my entire life. That's crazy. I don't think I've ever called I followed him on Gallatin until he pulled over, and I I had already had the cops on the line. Oh, shit. Because he was about to kill someone. They were like, we're getting Yeah, that's no bueno. Didn't you say he pulled up somewhere? Like. Yeah, he kind of pulled up, and like he he had that little dazed look, and he just kind of like put his head down on the. uh, on the steering wheel there. It was nuts. I just wonder, like... I've never called 911, and I'm in my 30s now, you know? It's like, what the hell? Yeah, I, to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever dialed 911 on purpose, you know? Like, on purpose. I mean, I've ass-dialed. <laughs> of course. Dialed, you know, but. The lady, <laughs> you know, when you hear, like, the calls uh, on TV shows and stuff, when they call 911, mm-hmm. like, they're always so calm. She mm-hmm. was just like that. She was like, hello, Nashville 911, what is your emergency? Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa! Like I'm calm again, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if like if it's a domestic situation or something like that, like people calm them down. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I was hot. That's like, uh, scared. Trying to kill yeah. If it's a domestic situation, though, the uh, I love. <laughs> I don't love it. It's it's sad. But like the cops or like stuff like that. When you watch those shows and hear the 911 calls, and the person on the other line is always super calm, and then the people are screaming on the other end. It's always yeah. like. It's always a little funny, when right? One person's yeah. like, Call, hey, "What, so, sir? Tell me exactly what happened. Just stay on the line. We'll be right with you." And then <laughs> my dog in the background, ate someone's, his someone's in the background going like, "I can't take it. Oh, this motherfucker!" 
He just beat me five times. <laughs> Sorry, we shouldn't laugh. They're always like hyperventilating, and, and he's on the floor, and he and, and he took and he, and, and he hit me with a, and he picked up a, a shoe, and he hit me with a shoe. He took oh, our boy. Is that a Cajun accent? <laughs> with a shoe. Down here on the bayou with a shoe. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know. I just slipped into some weird, some weird. That was my new character I'm working on. It's called 911 Victim. It's <laughs> <laughs> solid. Very solid. I did hear, like, you know, those, one of those butt dial commercials where, like, lock your phone. Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let your kids have phones. And there was this one guy who called in. It was like, you know, they'll do, like, a couple of uh, butt dials and they'll do one real one, you know. And there was this real guy, and this it was this guy. He had a very heavy Spanish accent, you know. And he goes, "I was like, yeah, uh, my brother's been shot in the neck, or something like." I was just like, but the way he said it was so calm, and so I was like, this can't be like. If somebody shot my brother, or my dad, and they am like, "Oh my god, he's fucking shot in the neck," Calm he's down, bleeding sir. out. <laughs> where do you live? Uh, I don't fucking know. You know? I like right. Dude, we, we should do a spoof where it's the opposite, where the person calling in is like, "Yes, I just got." Got shot in the leg <laughs> three times. Tell me where you are. <laughs> Give me your location. Oh my God, where are you? Are you Give okay? me your location. <laughs> the I, I fell out. off the roof. Is everyone okay there? <laughs> I fell off the roof on. Dude, we might have something here. Iron fence and. <laughs> I've just and darn it, you wouldn't believe one of those spikes went right at my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, coming out my stomach now. It's coming out my stomach and bleeding pretty hard here. Am I, am I gonna be okay? Am I gonna be okay? <laughs> oh my God, you need to go to the fucking doctor. You. F- <laughs> I'm sorry, darling. You got to bring the doctor to me. I'm not going anywhere. I've got my long intestines just dangling. <laughs> it's getting cold. This breeze is blowing <laughs> on my intestine. <laughs> you just turned into Jerry right there for a minute. <laughs> what would he do, darling? Everybody knows Jerry. Oh man, what happened? Let's, let's get back. To, let's, let's get back to music. <laughs> so, so we're on this musical journey. Yeah, man. So leading up to all this, you've been doing all this work for the last few years. Uh, culminating this new project. So, what 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 is it exactly? Is it an EP? Is it? What you yeah, it's. Uh, we arrived at five songs. So, uh, I I had, um, I actually started with like eight that I was totally felt great about. Yeah. And I'd written countless. I was writing about a song a week, um, like completed. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably written about a hundred plus songs in the last couple of years, and I had eight that I felt great about. And I said, you know what? I need to find a producer because if I want to actually take this thing to the next step, I need to find a guy who who can be my third, you know, or who can be the guy that I bounce it off of yeah, uh, and can really kind of point me in a direction that makes sense. And he listened to all eight songs, and he liked one of them. Oh, and man. But, I mean, you know, it's kind of a buzzkill, but it's also one of those things where you go, okay. He really liked one of them, and he's been working on all these huge projects. Mm. That's really good for me. Yeah. So he said he gave me five albums to listen to. And he said, go home, write out lyrics, play them, fall in love with them, do, do what speaks to you, and write intermittently. So I wrote, I had only had one of the songs written before we went into the studio in October, uh, and I wrote the other four in like three months. Um we did a lot of back and forth, and we settled on five that we really, really liked. Went in the studio in October. Um, got everything mixed, mastered, done all that by January. Um, and now we got a single, April 6th. Who's, nice. the, who's the producer? Uh, Eddie Spear. Yeah. He did, uh, the last thing he produced was the Delta Saints' latest record. I don't oh, know if you're familiar yeah. with them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their latest record's incredible, and oh, that's yeah. kind of where I looked at them. Yeah, they're good, man. 
I throw it down. Yeah, you know, I've always liked that band. They've always been a killer live band. Mm-hmm. But this last record, just like, I really heard them go forward with a sound progression. Yeah. And I started researching, and Eddie's also worked for Dave Cobb for two years now as his head engineer. So he's, you know, he's worked with Rival Sons. He's worked with Chris yeah. Stapleton. He's worked uh, Anderson nice. East, um, Brandy Carlisle. Just, just yeah, dude. It's, it's unbelievably cool. diverse, that it's crew who they work yeah. with. So once once he was was in, I knew, I knew I had my work ahead of me, but I knew we'd have a good final product. Where'd you guys record at? Uh, Sound Emporium. I've heard of that place. I've never, never been there. It's an awesome room, man. Um, over on Belmont. Oh yeah, okay. Take a break every day and go eat, eat at uh, Martin's Barbecue. Oh, <laughs> no, I've never eaten at Martin's, Dope. man. Oh, I need to, what? Yeah. I've never had Martin's, man. It's, it's crazy. I don't have enough barbecue in my life. I need more barbecue. Their smoked wings are incredible. I love smoked wings, dude. I just had Edley's for the oh, first time shit. like a month what? ago. Yeah. You've been here for years. I know. I just don't get in on barbecue that much. But uh, in recently in the last this this past uh, from since pretty much Christmas to now, I've uh, I've foregone like all my diet restrictions. I'm just uh, like fatter than ever. Just you got a girlfriend now, man. This shit happens. Yeah. You know? So now we're, like, true. we're going out on the weekends. We're eating all kinds of shit. I'm like, I want to try this place. I want to try that place. Normally where I'd be like, I probably shouldn't have those carbs. I'll just grill today some I was, chicken. And today I was like fucking, I goddamn had Trace Gauchos for lunch at fucking Mexican. Like, uh, so it's fucking. I'm, have I'm, you been I to Peg Leg Porker? No. No. I haven't been there either. I've lost respect. Dude, I've, <laughs> I have not had enough. No, that's the one right there by the. Uh, we tried to go there a couple yeah. of Sundays ago, and they were l- closed on Sundays, and we didn't know that. So that's why we went to Edley's instead. Their ribs are what I can speak to. Their dry rub ribs are the best Is it, is it peg like the one next to Rudy's? Rudy's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's Rudy's? Uh, the jazz club down there. On oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's right across the corner. Yeah. That's cool. By Mercy Lounge and all that. Uh, Rudy's, that is, I think it's right next down to Down that way, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, by that train track. Yeah, right, right, right yeah. before you go into the un- overpass there. You ever go in there? I actually have. Yeah, we went in it's there cool um, several months ago. Just stumbled in. Yeah, it's a nice spot. The guy was like, "Come on in, check it out." It's like, all right, yeah, some really good music. Great music down there, but also great music right here on the show. That's right. So, tell uh, tell t- you so you three months you said is what it went through to like get all these. Well, can I? I, th- I guess I reached. Uh, I got in touch with him in June. But you said you were writing for oh like yeah three months. No, I've been right. writing for a couple of years, definitely for this project. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, when I got in touch with him in June, that's when when he was like, yeah, man, I really like this one song. Let's kind of keep going in this direction. And uh, so, yeah, from about June until September was kind of a writing period when we finally solidified, let's go in the studio next month. We got five songs. Let's hit it. Talk what about – go ahead, man. I was going to say, what's up with the five records? What were they based on? Was it five records that – Oh, good he, question. Yeah. You know, he thought you might – like like was he, is he trying to push you a different I haven't like really a asked sound him. or yeah 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 I never really asked or did he hear your song and like oh he needs to listen to these five records I yeah. think that's it yeah um because I initially had a more rock vibe and I think that's because that's what I've always done mm-hmm. um but I I think I think he kind of heard underneath because the way he told me to do it he said I want you to take your iPhone and I want you to record voice memos I don't want I don't want anything beyond voice memos. Mm-hmm. It's you and an acoustic. So I would send those to him, and I think he, that way he could hear what he wanted the, the vision to be without me interjecting drums, bass, mm-hmm. any of that good jazz. Um, so 
so you know we would we would go do that back and forth and i guess he just eventually decided on five records that maybe he wanted to see which ones i've been into the hardest mm-hmm. he gave me uh, neil young's harvest nice classic um bill withers still bill um, an Elton John record called Country Comfort. Country Comfort. It's one I wasn't familiar with. <laughs> I don't it's think I've ever listened it's to that. before all of Elton's popular songs. Um, but it's a really cool record. It's a yeah. little sleepy in parts uh, for my blood, but it's it's a true like country record. Yeah. By Elton John. Um, he gave me Abbey Road, and he just said it's a staple. So I already owned three of those four records, yeah. but I was not familiar with Elton John record. I also did not know. He gave me a guy named Jim Ford, and you guys probably do not know who he is. No, no idea. I looked him up. For when I when I left there, I looked him up on Spotify. He has like 6,000 listeners, so that's pretty small scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's this guy who put out one and a half record pretty much. He put out a record and an EP in like the late 60s. Um, this incredible like country soul guy out of Kentucky, and he just fell off the map after he put this record out. Jim Ford, that sounds. Does he have one song on my recognize? Nope. Huh. Um, what is the name of the record? Let me grab it for you guys here. So, because I want everyone to look up Jim Ford. Definitely. That's listening to this. While you're doing that, you can think about. I want to ask you what. What was that process like when you were doing all those little sporadic, what, like so? Well, you, Harlan you, Harlan County from 1969, by Jim Ford. Huh. I'll try to remember that. Spotify. So when Sorry, you were, Tony. No, 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 no problem at all. In fact, I'm gonna write that down before we leave. Uh, so when you were doing all that, he was just one of these little. He he wanted these little snippets and works of like little work tape type things. Like, what was that? Were you, were you just like coming up with like a a line or two and just strumming it out on your phone and just saving them and just sending it to them or was yeah I mean, sometimes it would be a full song and sometimes it would be you know as small as hey anytime you get any melody if it's just a quick hook i want to hear it mm-hmm. cool. so i would send him emails of eight to ten voice memos two or three might be full songs several of them would be a verse and a chorus a couple of them might be as small as just a little hook mm-hmm. all right here's a here's a lyric i really love what do you think so he'd be like, oh, dude, that hook is serious. Now you need to write a verse for it. Kind yeah, I mean, because he was really busy. He was working on several, like, Rival Sons. I think he was working on while we were doing back and forth. So when so. you were, when you're doing, when you're writing, uh, you talked about writing, taking your time to write and writing spread out. Like, that process, like, it's uh, it's kind of like writing. I was. It's so funny, man, things, how things relate to something that you can, had nothing to do with each other. We, I was just talking about this this morning, about uh, writing poetry. It's like when I like to write poetry, I don't like I I don't just sit down and write something like in one sitting. It usually takes me a day to write a poem because it's like little snippets of things that I think about throughout the day, right. and put them together. So like that I, I I related to that when you said writing over this like period of time, this three year period. It's like so so I, I imagine you probably got something here that sounded cool. And then you got something like maybe a month later that sounded cool, and you're like, "Well, how can I put these things together?" Was it like that, or was it? Um, did, do you generally sit down and just write something, the idea down all in once, or? I, I've st- I can now, for years and years and years, I would I would never finish a song in one setting. I would write a verse and a chorus or something, and I I got to come back to this later. But I've learned now that the best ones on this record, um, I wrote them like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think three of the songs on this record I literally wrote in less than, you know, 20 minutes. And it was just, you sit down, you get the idea, and I think it was Mccartney who said something like, um, while it's there, get it all out. Because yeah, if you try to come that. back to it later, yeah. you're going to be in a totally different mindset. You're a totally different day. And he said, you can fix it later. So what you should do is, while it's flowing, write the whole thing. And then later, if you have flaws, fix them. Yeah. That makes sense. So I've, I've learned to do that, but I, I was never good at that until the last year or two. If, if our job as musicians or songwriters is to take one tiny emotion and extrapolate that out to make a, th- a, a, a whole song about it, then yep. you should do it while you're in that emotion. And you know. Yeah, I think that's that's the whole. Unless it's an emotion it. that you constantly return to, from like, you know, for me, it's you know, depression, right. moroseness. <laughs> <laughs> it can, you know, it can. It can be that too. I mean, I, I've definitely. It's it's not a surefire thing. Yeah, yeah. There's been plenty of songs that I've sat down and came back to and said, "Oh, I'm here again." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I can I can finish it. So. I was gonna say I've heard your music. It seems pretty, fluid, like together. You know, it's it's good stuff. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's any, you know, one way to do it per se. But, um. Once I once I heard that and tried to start conditioning myself to do it all in one setting, it's I've done a lot more that way mm-hmm. than ever before. So do you find yourself having to set aside time like uh, specifically for that, or do you just kind of write on the fly while you're doing? Like I like I know I throughout my like throughout my day job I carry a little pad around with me, and sometimes I'll hear something or I'll think of something, I'll just jot it down, and then I'll pro- maybe put it. You gotta share some of that with me before I leave. By the way, uh-huh. I haven't seen much of your poetry. Yeah. I'm interested. Shit. Um, Just kidding. <laughs> I've actually never seen Chris, shut up. Ever. Give me a beer, please. Yeah. Um, beer. I was being for real, dude. I'll get you a beer. Okay, cool. <laughs> I got to do that. Uh, I got to make you sweat a little bit since you. Right. Well, um, we're, we have, we've actually, we're at our 30-minute midpoint. Do you want to uh, – I can't. why can't I talk today? Uh, no. I know. But as far as – I mean, to, red, to your leather, question. Yellow leather. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's nice to write when you're inspired, but I've also kind of, I kind of do it almost like a job, mm-hmm. where I spend X amount of hours pretty much every day doing it. Yeah. Um, and if for some reason nothing good comes out, I'll do kind of what Eddie was saying. I'll go listen to a record and I'll try to write the lyrics down. Just find a song I connect with, figure out what made it good. Huh. You know, so I kind of view it as a day job, even though I still have yeah. a day job. Um, well, it, it, whether it's music or, like, even when I'm doing music stuff or if I'm doing literature stuff or if I'm doing other stuff, like, trying to only create when you're inspired is, it, it it's good to do it when it happens, but I, I find that even, w- sometimes not being inspired in the moment could be a crutch to just be lazy. Like, sure. if, if you just, if you just, sometimes when I sit down and I'll start doing something and I'll find inspiration once I start doing it, it but it's it's scary to sit down and start doing it. Or lazy, or hard, whatever it is, whatever it is that's keeping you from actually starting to do it, whether it's you know laziness or fear, because sometimes it's scary to, to create something because then you're gonna get judged on it. Right. It's like that's the, like, my favorite thing to do is also the scariest thing to do. It's sit down in front of my laptop and write. It's the hardest thing, and it's the most fun and the hardest thing to do. But uh, even when you don't feel like it, sometimes you, if you make yourself do it, you'll find inspiration. Yeah. You, it's I'm too. It's too easy to be like, oh, I'm not. I, I'm an artist. I'm not inspired right now, so I can't write anything. Well, it's like, yeah. Well, when are you gonna actually do your art? Because we haven't seen anything for a while. I, I mean, I agree 100. percent Like some days I'll get home at like 5:30 from my job, and my wife 
goes in a touch later than me, and she works kind of like a four nine, one four schedule. So she's usually not there for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll try to knock out a couple hours before she gets home and just really write, write, write. But there's been plenty of times where I've written a song an hour and a half in, like you're saying. I'm banging my head, going, "Why is nothing good happening?" I'm trying to work here, and then all of a sudden, an idea, like you said, something else will inspire you an hour and a half in, and mm-hmm. you just go, oh, "Okay," and then I write okay. a song in 15 minutes. Oh, sometimes it takes, like, uh, I don't do too much co-writing anymore, but when I was really into it. That's a tough world. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes you'll do, like, a whole session trying to rack your brain to get something good, and then, like, 15 minutes, after, right when you're about to leave, you'll find something, and then you'll end up going for another two hours because you actually, well, now we found something. Now we want to. Exactly. Let, let's go on it now. Yeah. yeah. It's tough, man, because sometimes you either come in with an idea and you want to work on it right away, or some, or you have no ideas, and then you're like, well, is this gonna be a wash, or we're we just gonna? But th- then you, you start doing something else and some weird shit. Like, uh, who was it? I think is Dr. Dre or something said that they. I read one time that he has like a. Did you watch that special on HBO? I've seen that. Dr. One. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the no, defiant I ones. I didn't watch that one. I heard it's, about it's it. It's awesome. It's I like a five it. part yeah. series. Yeah, it's it's really really good. But I heard like he has all kinds of shit in his studio, like an exercise room and like oh, a, yeah. like games and shit like that, because to get your mind off of working for a while, just do something that doesn't. That's it's the same totally thing like Google and Facebook and all those offices do. You know, they they've got state of the art everything, and then they have like bowling alleys and yeah bars. Let's mm. pop down for a beer and yeah. a good game of pool. Bob, it's nine thirty. Right. Ah, Bob, it's five o'clock somewhere. That's right. Damn right. Chris, are you wanting to uh, take a break? Sure. We're at uh, at that time. Pop in some music, you know. Do some music right here. And we will see you guys in a second. We'll regroup, get ourselves another round of beers. Cool. And uh, come back for a second half of Shady Buzz, episode Sweet. 120. That was my uh, 911 character I'm working on. Nine- Who's your what? My 911 character. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Stuck here again inside my head Choking on these words that you won't say Love holds a key to drive out hate But I can't meet you there, not today Cause it's don't wait This one way Another burden of your conscience is calling I don't want to be the one to die alone My head is humming and my heart is separating Another burden of your conscience is calling Here alone, my battles rage. I lost another friend in the fight today. 
left our innocence so far behind in some forgotten world of dreams and lies. Cause it's don't wait another burden of your conscience is calling. Now again I'm in this place I find it's me that I can't face And I'm too tired to walk away A brotherhood of man awaits Another burden of your conscience is calling I don't want to be the one to die alone My head is humming and my heart is separating And I'm buried in this sand and I can't seem to shake it So will I die alone or will you come and save me? Another burden of your conscience is calling Play that James Ford. We'll hear it eventually, but I love Willie too. Sorry, I don't know what that was. Yeah, it is. Is this thing on? Hey, there you go. <coughs> um, that's the thing, though, right? Where we're everybody's trying to do something cool, but at the same time, pe- I, you can't argue with pe- it. Okay, maybe you can't argue with it. Is it? Like, there's a fine line between people only being able to buy what they're fed, but then also people are buying it. Like, this stuff is available if you search for it. So, like, people are buying it because they like it, right? Or is it just because that's all, all they're being fed? I think they like it. I mean, I think there's – there's Like, I, I stopped hating on music that I don't like or that, that I think is popular, like, a long time ago. Like, I, I went through that whole phase where I was like, oh, pop country, all this. Like, I, I, I was that guy for a while. But then I realized, like, man, yeah – that's not my thing, but it's somebody's thing, and there's an industry around it, and people do like it. So when your ears grow accustomed to something, you start hearing that as being right and being good. Mm-hmm. It's like if you, uh, you know, peop- some people love McDonald's more than a good steakhouse. They're just accustomed to it, and I, I really think with ears, I, I think people oh, fries. Mm, I, I love McDonald's too. <laughs> fries though. and ranch dressing. Mm, dip uh, it on s- in. Side note: After leave McDonald's, stay open. Fucking later, Jesus Christ! Like we went there last night, 
it was freezing. Mine's my like ass. 24 hours. Oh, oh. Our, our McDonald's is supposed to be, but, but it will take you service, an hour if you get service there. Service yeah. is terrible. We were over there on the east side last night, and we tried to walk. Is to that McDonald's. the one? Oh, don't no. go to that one. That one sucks. Well, that's yeah. the one over by our house. It sucks too, man. I can't remember. I, went, I was I was late one night, and I was you know hungry, <laughs> as one might be. Mm-hmm. And I pull in there, lights on, everything like, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not serving food right now." But I was like, "I thought you were open." It's like, "Yeah." She didn't even tell me why. She's like, we're just. Remember that time food. we went through the drive-through with in the Uber, and they oh. wouldn't let us get. They were like, we're, we're only serving, we're only serving uh, Uber Eats drivers right now. What? Yeah, that too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's. I went through one night, and they said they were out of fries, and I was like, here McDonald's, right? Like that's what you're known for. That's like the only good thing yeah. you have. They were like, you can get a chicken sandwich. What? Goddamn chicken sandwich from McDonald's. Nobody wants. Nobody goes to McDonald's in the middle of the night for chicken sandwich. Nobody's. Uh, you want? Maybe if you're, uh, if you're feeling adventurous, a fillet of fish. But Whoa. Whoa, that's that is adventurous. That I'm late. not gonna lie, I've had a few of those. But yeah, they're pretty good. Oh, they're good, but, but everybody knows you want fries. Like sometimes that. I just I just want fries. Like yeah. Two cheeseburgers and fries, fries, or give me a big mac. I want a vanilla or a ice cream cone and yeah. a large fry and ranch dressing. I wanna make sure that there's lettuce all over my seat the next morning when I <laughs> <laughs> one spot of or that Do y'all like White Castle? Yeah, I'll eat the White Castle. I don't mind it. I prefer I like crystals. It. If I'm going like the the, the crappy mini burger route. I hundred percent. Yeah, I used to live on uh, off Nolansville though, um, on McCall, and it was like right by a White Castle. Yeah. So we'd come home in a cab, and we'd get ran through there, mm-hmm. and just I'll never be able to eat it again though, because the next morning you just wake up to that smell of just the onion and mustard and yeah, mm-hmm. so good. Though. Four that we somehow forgot to eat or passed out. There used know? to be okay. when our buddy Kyle roomed with our buddy Spencer. I'm not a fan of their fries. Though. They used to. Right and like by their lamp in their coffee table, like a little end table on the end of their couch, they we used to call it the shame corner. Yes. Because that's where everybody would go and sit their late night and eat their late night drunk food, mm-hmm. and it, it would in the next morning you'd see just whatever bags of stuff that they were yep. shamefully ate in the corner by them <laughs> at the late night. There'd be like a, a talk. It, it, it might have been Taco Bell one night. It might have been McDonald's. It might have been Crystals. Couldn't me find and, the trash. Me and Kyle have been known to walk through the Crystals drive-through. On the way home, because there's one on the way home from the bar in our apartment complex. Can't they That's let awesome. You guys do that. That's, that's so good. Every time they say we're not supposed to do this, but they let us do it anyway. Yeah. Well, how else are you supposed to get food if you don't have a car, when the only the drive-thru is open? We need more late-night pop-up stands here. We we're not supposed to hop in here. someone else's car to like. Ooh, a 24-hour taqueria. Oh, yeah. that would be the shit. incredible. Yeah. Dude, you'd have to. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like the old. The old school, like uh, like the like the hot dog carts, like downtown, right? Yeah. Remember Midtown next to the Losers? There used to be that hot dog cart. There? Do they not still have those? Down no, because there? there's so many restaurants down there now. They put them out of business. Ah, I love the hot dog yeah, stand. Yeah, he was fucking. He has it. He used to have the sausages. You walk out at dude. two o'clock in the morning from Losers, you get a sausage. There's no bun. hot dog stands downtown anymore. I don't I know. Don't he would grill the onions and the jalapenos yeah. and everything for me too. He'd be like, "You want them grilled?" I'm like, "Yes." There used to be one right mm. outside of Losers. Remember, like right outside of Losers and Winners. Oh, yeah. When there used to be that little lot right there. I don't even know what You it can is. tell we've had a few beers. We're like really into food right, right. now. <laughs> and I'm not even hungry. I, I totally I mean, I ate a little bit earlier, but I could eat again. <laughs> Shit. Food is I'm just, great. I'm just mad at McDonald's because I couldn't get no damn fries last night. That's Walked the in with this clothes. I, and I was also, I had one of those moments where I d- did the gentlemanly thing and gave my girlfriend my coat. It was cold outside. Mm-hmm. But then I was freezing my ass off and just wanted to get inside McDonald's. <laughs> and then, like, uh, uh, like, do, 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 do. Like, yeah, on yeah. the door, like, come on, I just want to goddamn bro. Baby, give me my jacket back. Right? Yes. <laughs> me giving you my jacket was all contingent on me getting those fries. Right? <laughs> Since there's no fries, then we're, we're, equal, we're equals here. Come on. Hashtag me too. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, everybody. 
That was too far? Come on. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I just uh, let that sink in. So, yeah, Mayday. <laughs> Mayday. Mayday does make good beer. I'm back to the Burrow Blonde. And Mayday is, will never let It's pretty damn you good. And they also have good food there. They yeah. do. Their My Roots, My Roots truck is out there. They always have good stuff oh, going on. Oh, yeah. They're one of my favorite. Uh, Serious chicken quesadillas. Like, and they have, they, they make like a, a pulled pork jerk chicken or a, pulled jerk, a jerk sauce pulled pork. Oh. It's really freaking good. They'd like pulled pork jerk sliders. It's like they do. It's really good. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Sounds. It's either a food truck or a sex move. I'm not sure what. <laughs> <laughs> but it spins orgasms. It was good though. Really good. Way. So, uh, yeah. So go out there. And I actually had some. I went out there for St. Patrick's Day, and I, they were doing the uh, the green blondes, which is in kind of an oxymoron, I suppose. But they were doing the the green uh, light beers. They're boro mm. blondes, and had a couple of those, and then went to go to the food truck, and of course they were doing. Irish themed foods, which was great. I had the bangers and mash. It was it was incredible. But I was a little disappointed because I just wanted some jerk chicken sliders. And yeah, like, oh, you got me sold on them. I mean, that already sounds amazing. It's good. So go out there and check them out if you're out there. To tell Ozzy, you said we said hi from Sherry Buzz. It's funny. I was watching this movie the other day, and these it was these two British dudes having an argument about one guy was like, "Isn't Shepherd's Pie the same thing as bangers and mash?" These two guys going back and forth, and finally, dude, that third guy on the couch is like, "You fucking idiots, mate!" It's like one's got the stewed like chunk potatoes on top, and they crisp, and they create more of a solid thing, and then the fingers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It was just funny the way they they said. Yeah, it. I, I don't know the difference, so I no, thought you were gonna it explain does, it. I never even thought about that, but it's yeah. kind of right. They, they're they're very very similar. I just never. I thought mm. a shepherd's pie had veggies in it, and bangers and mass were just like separate mashed potatoes then sausages like yeah i don't know how that <laughs> works but something you know, it might be I, talking I about never, two i haven't had a good shepherd's pie in a long time man. that shit is good did you did you used to have the one at um family wash they're kind of known for that no i never went there they moved to a bigger location on gallatin not too long ago but apparently they closed again unfortunately so hmm. it's too bad another one bites they go down like flies around here man yeah it's I mean, just walk around. We were talking a little bit about it outside, but during the break. But don't just walk around downtown and look at all the new places that are popping up, like, uh, like, like the FGL House and Alan Jackson's place and all that stuff. And even like now, there's a, there's a, uh, a, a pizza Bella Mushroom down there on Broadway, which I'm not opposed to because a, a pizza place. Yeah, I can deal with Mellow. Yeah, yeah. Florida Georgia Line House. I heard it, I, I have not been there yet, but I heard it's pretty nice inside. It's got an amazing deck there. Yeah. Big old dick. Big old dick. Lots of people are usually <laughs> on that deck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's better so than a fart. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So, uh. Lone fart. <laughs> the lone fart? Is yep. that like your new, uh. It's a new band name. <laughs> That's what you should call you guys. Is that it? The lone, lone fart? fart? The lone fart. <laughs> okay. I kn- we needed a name. There it is. Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Like, I wish I could whistle. Like a little uh, sign of the deadlies. <laughs> the, lone, the lone fart. The SPDs. Oh. <laughs> you could do that. So, yeah, the SPDs. Think of a better thing for SPD. EGV yeah. and the SPDs tonight. <laughs> <laughs> At five spot. Uh, come one, come all. Uh. Well, let me see. Uh, who's... You have... Uh, I tried to get him to put taco in the name. Wait, Just who? something with taco. 
<laughs> they wouldn't yes. go for it, dude. I don't know that I would either, but I'm just saying. I just yeah, think Chris, it's, Corey, I love the, tacos. I love tacos. Who else is in the band? You got two C's. Woody. Yeah. Got a now, my last band, Silent Movie Geek, it was two C's. Chris, Corey, and Chad. Yeah. Hmm. Haunted Device. I'm sorry. I missed Woody, Chad. Yeah, that one. I also had Corey in it. Good band. I still like yeah, the name very that good you band. guys originally had, but you said you didn't like it. So. Sir Double Dude. Sir Double Dude? Yeah, I like that. Sir Double Dude. I like it. I think we might just have to go with That's it. That's cool. I mean, for, for at least this one show. Yeah. Because I think, think of the logo possibilities with that. You could do merch, all shirts, and all kinds of stuff. Like, that would be a cool design. That's really cool. Yeah. Sounds very unique, fresh. fresh. Not trying too hard. Mm-hmm. But it could be a lot of things. Could be. You guys never know. Uh, just don't do that thing that everybody's doing right now when uh, – just do all your branding in like '80s style, mm. like. Uh, God, the '80s are back, huh? Everything is like neon and bright blue, and it's like yeah. late '80s, early '90s. We do '80s metal, like. Yeah, there's super '80s metal, like Guns N' Roses sort of a thing. We do that. Yeah, that's cooler. Uh, right. A shout out to uh, our guest from last week, um, the fiddle player from La Rumba Madre, Ernesto. He uh, he posted something on his. Um, Instagram last week that was he was doing the guitar solo to November Rain on fiddle. Oh nice. And he was That's incredible. He was killing it, dude. Dude, I killed bet. it. I did slay on that fiddle. Yeah, he was he was killing it. Those guys are talented band, man. Yeah, they're they're really good, man. So getting back to this upcoming EP that you're dropping. All the stuff that's gone into it. Uh, we've talked a little bit about the writing process and everything that yep. went into it. So, was there something different about this solo project? Uh, you've been in bands like that. Have you done solo work before, by the way, or is it? Um, no, I mean I haven't. Re- I've never released anything solo. Mm-hmm. So it's always been, um, you know, since I've been here, I've I've been in the Bandoliers and One Cent Stamp, and I've released two albums with each band. So done so four let's, let's talk about that a little bit like yep. differences that you noticed from working with a band atmosphere to having your own to being like you know. oh man there's totally goods and bads um it is great to be able to write about whatever the hell you want to write about and not have to get approval um because yeah. then i feel like i really found out who i was as an artist and a writer which is the best part about it but the part that sucks is you don't get to go to that room once or twice a week with three or four dudes you really like and just let loose. Yeah. You know, that that was a cool spot. If there's it's one thing own. me and Chris know about, it's letting loose with a bunch of three or four right? dudes in a room. It's right? Just, we need we need more female friends. <laughs> <laughs> but that actually I mean that's it, the coolest is, it's, part it's though. That's like the part any, I miss. It's kinda like any relationship, right? Like you sometimes like when you're single, like when you're in a band, you're probably like, I wish I could do my own thing. It's always greener. But for then sure. when you're by yourself you're like, oh, I kinda wish I had some friends around yeah just that <laughs> camaraderie like but you know sometimes maybe you settle on a song because you don't want someone else to be you know, you don't want someone else to take it the wrong way so you know yeah you end up settling more um but you also get to have that experience of like we created this together and especially yeah. if you come into a room like i did with both those bands towards the end if you come in the room with three or four dudes with maybe a riff or not much and you just kind of put it all together, to, together. Yeah, that's really, really yeah. cool yeah, when that is. happens yeah. in the room. I together. think you gotta have to, and I, you guys have both played in bland and black, played in bands. I have not. So, but just knowing what I know about about working with a team or even being in relationships, 
you have to kind of have the mindset that you're not going to get your way all the time and mm-hmm. you have to be open-minded to this could still be cool if it's not the way i initially had it because I- even when you're having a co-write session with somebody on like a a, a, a lyrics or something mm-hmm. like that like you you come in with some idea and if it's not the way because i'm bad about this I, i'm bad about if it's not the way that i initially heard it then i get kind of uh i get kind of indignant about it but I'm, I'm trying to get i'm trying to be better at that and if you work with a band it kind of you have to go into it with that mindset i think then yeah i brought as a drummer even as a drummer i've brought guitar riffs into you know bands and they've used them but it just ends up not even being you know remotely what i originally had in mind but i think it's cool though it takes yeah, a little I, pressure it, off of you too you know? i think that takes a little maturity to get to that point too because i mean i know the first few times i've been in bands or in the early stages of those bands that ended up being awesome you get that thing of like don't change my idea because mm. you have it in your head how it's supposed to sound and when you get four egos in a room who are all doing that mm. there's some tense moments yep so eventually the best the best bands the chili peppers and bands like that that are around forever that's because they were f- probably friends before mm-hmm. like if you talk to flea and Kiedis and those guys, they were all buddies before. So when they came into a room, they were like, they already had that appreciation. But when you pick up a couple random dudes and you start throwing ideas, it's a little bit different. And uh, you have to learn it or you have to move on. I feel like, too, though, it always helps. There's usually always a band needs to have one guy that's kind of the leader and sort of a a primary motive. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you got to figure out who that is. Yeah, um, so, sometimes it's obvious from the beginning, and you know I've been in bands before where it's not. And you got yeah. three dudes that think they're the leader. We got to pick a direction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and I've been you're in that position before. Where I said, you know what? Just, you're never gonna. It's probably not my direction right now. It's probably the other guy's direction. Yeah. And that was a big, kind of swallow my pride thing. Mm-hmm. So let's go down that hole. But we did it, and yeah. it, you know it worked better for that band. Yeah. Because honestly, his vision was working better for what we're trying to do. And, uh, but yeah, I, I think you guys are dead on. You've got to have that one guy who's kind of paving the way and everyone else is getting around and yep. going. And that doesn't take away from the effort that everybody puts in. It's just, you got to have that one dude, like, uh, like uh, that's what anything, and, and it doesn't always need to even be the same person all the time. Like one person for, if, for this particular project, that's like, okay, this is my, this is my baby. We're going to do this. Cause and even though everybody's involved, one guy's got like l- let's say there's a there's some kind of like you you, c- you come to an impasse somebody's got to make the decision and say okay we're gonna go this direction yeah like, somebody's got to may be able to make that call and and, er- and everybody else has to be like okay we trust you to make that call we're gonna follow you that direction yeah I'm I'm actually so I'm doing this project right now and I'm also writing with my buddy Ben Cunningham and he's playing bass for me on on the um, on the E G Vines records not on the records but he's playing with me live nice. so I'm kind of that visionary for that project but the stuff that he and i are co-writing he's bringing most of that stuff to the table or a lot of those are his ideas and i'm just figuring out where to pick up and where to help and where to say hey let's actually try to do this or let's change this or let's write these lyrics together but he's driving the vision of that project and the great thing about music and entertainment now is that you don't have to just be that one project like it's perfectly not like it you know it's it's not like if you're if you're Jack White, who just released a new album, it's on top of my head because I just I listened to his album today. I just listened but to it today too. If you're Jack White and you're known for doing something, and you're like, and you're like this creative, you know, 
this weird creative genius person and you go out there like you're gonna have your your uh like he I, I feel like he's still from the from the crowd who like this is what i do i'm i'm the band leader i'm the producer like this is the we're in this crowd and then you get someone else who i really like like uh brian fallon from the uh from gaslight anthem and now he's doing his own side projects but he also like he's the lead singer of gaslight anthem he has two solo records, and he also has like a this little other band that he does like with just like this um, this two person little duo thing yeah. on the side. Like you don't have to be known for just one thing anymore. You could be the band leader of one band, and then you can do you can be just a guitar player in some other band. Well, have you? Um, so, do you like Jack White, Chris? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are, What are y'all's favorite Jack White project or <laughs> band or? Chris, really you like probably know more than I do. I'm a, a recent fan of him. I mean, I love me some tours, but... I do love the tours. That's me. Yeah. And, and that's um, Brandon Benson, who's yeah. kind of more driving that. But you can still hear Jack White all oh, over that. Oh, all over it. That, but, that is uh, a total collaboration, cool, I yeah. think, between the two. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's one of my favorite. I mean, I love Jack White's uh, solo stuff, too, though. But Have I'm you heard this new album? White Stripes, you just can't beat that first guitar sound. That you, like, God, that guitar it's really cool. insane. Yeah. I have not heard the new one, though, no. I listened to it today. And I gotta listen to it again. I was it's him. different. Yeah. It's, I, Jack White. It's more of a concept thing. Or Jack White albums have this, this a uh, way of like growing on me. I gotta listen to them more than Same. once. Like it's. I hated the first single when it came out. Mm-hmm. It's all my love. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, I don't know about this, Jack. It's this new album seems very experimental with me. He's going with like all those African drums and super the calypso beat type stuff in there, and it was like it's it seemed a little experimental, but. I said that about the first two albums, and I ended up right? liking them. So, yeah. what's that other one he's got? The, uh, he, he just he pushes boundaries, though. That's what's so cool about him. He makes you like stuff. You uh, didn't the know other that song you you've heard, "Dead Weather" or something like that. Oh, the Dead Weather. Yeah, that's with uh, Allison. I forget her name. That's They're really good too. Track, I know so. "Blunderbuss" was a pretty good album. I loved "Blunderbuss" yeah. when it came out, and but still, it was even his his second solo one after that, and e- even some of the rock and tour stuff. I was like, I didn't latch onto it at first, but then after a couple of times, I was like, oh, yeah, I like this. He's got a way of making you like something that you didn't know you liked. Yeah, I, mean, I was talking to a, a guy who's about 50, a little older than us today, and he was talking about um, how it reminds him of how Bowie was when he was, you know, a mm. little younger. Yeah. He was like, you know, I didn't always like it at first, but then what happens? Five years later, people are doing the same stuff David Bowie was doing mm-hmm. yeah. five years prior, and oh, you see a like, lot of that with Jack White. He was the king of the concept. Oh, yeah. 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 Incredible. He's a fashion icon. <laughs> Music icon. Inspired yeah. Katy Perry's new look. Right. <laughs> She's uh, looking interesting. Actually, still um, beautiful, though. Still beautiful. Damn it. I just, I, I, she I needs to quit kissing dudes on their mouths, though. Yeah, I saw that. You know? Awkward. What the hell? <laughs> Wait, what He's ruined for life. What happened now? Wait. I think she gave him his first kiss or something. She's like... There was some big stir on online. They probably you know. set that shit up. Though. Yeah, this this kid said he wanted to save his first kiss for for someone special, and she pecked him on the mouth. I think because he initially thought she was going for the cheek, but she went for the gold. Yeah, she got the gold. Well, I mean, I, I mean, she's pretty hot. I'd but think then when there was all this backlash because people were like, he was the one disappointed about it, and then everyone was like, oh. He'll never have that experience. But not just that, though. Imagine if it was an older man and a younger girl, and some guy did the same thing that Perry, Katy Perry did. It, that would, shit would not fly. You know what I'm saying? I think that was that's part true. Of the backlash it, you too. know, it, that, that's a good of, point. You know, that's true. 
But that's that's also a weird thing though, because I know some people are not as not as weird about that as Americans are. Like I know some family members that will kiss you. Like there's some lip like, kissers out there. Yeah. I can't hang. But yeah, it wasn't like a. Open I'm not mouth. a big fan of that. I'm you know, all about whatever. the double cheek or whatever European shit. I get it. <laughs> it's all good, you know. Like there's my dad just kissed me on the forehead. Or I mean, like yeah, there's a big thing with Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady was that's right. He kissed a, his, yeah. his kid on the mouth or whatever, and it kind of. But I'm so out of the loop. When of news, I, I, I never watch the news. If, if it's not on Facebook or other podcasts, I never hear about it. So, like, this whole thing with the Stormy Daniels thing. Oh, please, gosh. Like, There's another one now. What's dude, the she was in one? town. She was in Nashville this, this yeah, weekend. Yeah, she's on our 15 Yeah, that, that's why it's a big thing. She's here tonight. It, you know, she's on our 15 minutes of fame tour. As soon as I see it on CNN, I'm driving in the car. It's like, it deja vu, Stormy Daniels. Is there something about that story that I don't know? Is it just that she no. slept with the president? That's, that's it. it. Because Well, it, it, it's super shitty, you know. A, he was cheating on his wife, but it was also that she had just had his baby, I guess. Yeah, that's why rather run oh, she had Baron a, she was had a, born or whatever. Yeah. She had his baby? Well, no, 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 no. 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 His wife, Melania, had oh, just yeah. had their baby oh, she had, okay. like a week okay. before or something. So now, it was just... Believe me, I am not in the least a Trump supporter. But that notwithstanding, what did you think... Uh, like... Uh, a rich playboy was fucking doing with his fucking time. Like, did, uh, I, I'd be fucking porn stars too if I was rich as fuck. I mean, not if I was married, maybe, and just had a kid. But, you know, I know what you're saying, though. I get it. Like, why is that a big story? Like, Because it's about Trump. I mean, Because he's the president, and they're supposed to be perfect, which he is not perfect. No one's perfect, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Donald, I mean, what's his face? Bill Clinton had sex in the actual Oval Office, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. I did not. Have sexual relations. No, I just stuck a cigar up in there, you know. <laughs> that's, what do, that's what people... She like, needed something bigger, okay? Yeah. People, <laughs> that's the thing about Obama, man. I think I made this same joke on the podcast before. So, I, uh, That's the thing about a drinking podcast. You forget the jokes you made before. But like, he had to not do anything wrong. Because being the first black president, he could not fuck up at all. Like, right. He had to do everything right like, and be legit. Like He could not make any mistakes. So he might be like the only person, the only president who... Like didn't fuck around, like a personal mistake kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Michelle might beat that ass too. Mm-hmm. She's a tough lady. Yeah, I could fuck see her whooping him behind closed doors. Shit, Bill Clinton shit out lady. there playing saxophone on the lawn and shit. Barack, <laughs> come here, Barry, <laughs> smack, come here, smack, Barry. smack. <laughs> I did not have sex with that woman. Anyway, let's get off politics. I do. It's <laughs> the most interesting thing going on right no, now. No, it really I, is. I remember it, everything's so volatile right now. Yeah, politics is crazy. Fucking it's like cold war. Start cold war. It's, it's worse war than worse than it's up. ever okay, been. It's you know. Oh, dude, things are crazy. Putin owns half the country. China's fucking. China owns, owns the other us. half. <laughs> right. You know that talk about the one percent people in America. That's the only people that own anything in America. The rest is owned by fucking yeah. the Russians. And we might even be able to might not even own this podcast anymore if net neutrality comes so, through. Right? <laughs> it might it might get so expensive to do the show. We might not be able to do it anymore. Actually, on, on a lighter note, though, if Kim, speaking of Kim that, Kim Jong Un wouldn't want to listen to this podcast. I'd be like, hell yeah, listen. Right? To this shit. What? Hell yeah! You can fucking we can start talking donate. more NBA for that moment. Did you ever see the blog Kim, uh, of his dad, Kim Jong Il, looking at things? Mm-mm. It would just be like, oh yeah, they show. It would just be him <laughs> in like the grocery store, like looking at bananas. It'd be yeah. Kim Jong Il looking at bananas, or like in some factory where they're making like baby <laughs> bottles. Or I've seen pictures of that shit. Yeah, that's that's. It was pretty damn funny. On a lighter note, though, since we were talking about podcast, uh, yeah. What do you think about Korean pop? Korean pot? Pop. 
Oh, K-pop. K-pop. I'm fucking with you. I, we were talking about Korea, but apparently South Korea is sending. They're doing a concert in North Korea. It's a bunch of uh, Korean pop music. Anyways, we're off the politics Dude, K-pop now. is uh, it's like the new trend, but now what's coming in is that Brazilian pop music, that Brazilian dance music. It's hmm. uh, making a making it, and I like it. It's because it's all there's no like really. Uh, it's all like a bunch of like local like um, artists just putting out the music, and which is kind of like what what we're into here, right? So I'm digging it, man. It's, it's all dance up. music, but it's going But man, I'm we all have for I'm all for hearing new music. It, it doesn't matter what you know music. What's it's the always name good of to the expand EP? horizons. Um, it's gonna be called Conversation. Conversation. Hopefully yep. better than. Oh, Wasn't that part of the lyrics in one of the songs? It was like um, you know, there's a song called Conversation Separation. Okay. Yeah. Um, so um, I just decided when I looked at the overall theme of what the record was, you know, wh- when I wrote it was from most of the songs were written between June and let's say October of this mm-hmm. past year. Yeah. Anytime you turn on the TV, it's just a bunch of talking heads yelling at each other yeah. and like people not talking to each other unless it's on Facebook or all this bullshit going on. And um, so I, I didn't try to write about any subjects. I would just, I would watch that TV for five minutes on CNN or Fox or whatever and just get pissed off and just go write. Yeah. Man, do you, you, know? you, you mentioned between June and October, do you find yourself being more creative or more certain, certain times of year writing about certain types of things? Like I know, just good, I, I guess the train of thought I'm going on is personally, I love writing in the summertime when I'm more comfortable. When I'm freezing my ass off and it's and it's it's cold outside and it's when the when the weather is harsh, I find my mentality is only my my all my mentality is focused to like get through this, stay warm, eat, feed yourself. Like I, I have no like it's really hard for me to focus on being creative when it's when when I'm not physically comfortable. Is it like do you find yourself writing at different times of years? Um, you know I don't think there's a certain time period that I write more than others. Anymore, anyway. Every day, it's a business, baby. Every day, I'm hustling. That's kind of what I, you know, I'm kind of trying to do that. Um, I used to write less during football season because I'm an avid <laughs> college football fan. So, what's your team again? Roll Tide. Alabama. Uh, Greenbow, Alabama. Um, this guy thinks he's fat. He keeps touching his. Look at that shit. Look how skinny that motherfucker is. Look at <laughs> pop belly I got. <laughs> I know. I thought you said you were gaining weight, I Tony. Know, I put on some winter Look, beard belly. Dude. Tony's over there. First of all. Virginia Slim over there. I love you guys, but I'm not comparing myself to you. What do you mean? <laughs> Bam. Is that supposed to be like a. Oh, that's a blow. That's a big blow. Why were you supposed to compare yourself that's to a, me it's in a the big first place? Blow. No, I'm trying to figure out where, 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 what even, where that even came from. Because. I embarrassed him on the mic. He's coming at me. No, I'm not embar- I'm not embarrassed. I'm well, for someone that always says they're fat and they're skinny as fuck, you know. But I'm so. not skinny as fuck, dude. I'm very <laughs> flabby right now. Like, <laughs> That's because you're Texas. leaning forward, Look sitting down. Dude. Like, who doesn't have flab when they do that? Dude has nothing. I mean, come on. No fat over there. All right. Maybe I'm self-conscious. Trying to be jealous. Just don't let me be jealous for a while and stop making fun of me. Fuck's sake! <laughs> See, then now we're getting into some therapy session because I was I was making fun. I was talking shit about myself, and you took it as an insult on you. It which means like you're self-conscious. It's not like an insult. Oh, I don't know. I just told everybody in the fucking 
the two listeners we have that I'm fast fucking the mic. So I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't Big care. boy. I got nothing to hide, baby. You can't hide this. I'm, I'm at the beer belly point to where there's no hiding it. I can only like, you know. I just get frustrated. No, I, you just catch here. yourself. Like, you see yourself in pictures just, like, just like, this. Yes! Like, like, you just oh, like, why, uh, do I normally stand like that? <laughs> or is that just, is that me now? Like, oh, I better wear a jacket tonight, but it's I look almost pregnant. too hot to wear a jacket. <laughs> Does it, the difference with... And now I don't, like, turn sideways in any picture. I'm like, <laughs> right? I no. can't take my jacket off. Cause it's like first, of all, right? first of all, Chris, you're not fat. But oh, you're also... Ugh. You're also... About like a foot and a half taller than me, so you can you can hide whatever you do have better with your height. If I start getting weight, I look like a short pudgy gnome. Oh, dude, yeah. I'd, I'd seriously, I'd give two weeks of pay to have your belly. Seriously, I would. I mean, what would Tony like look like if he had like an extra sixty pounds on him? He'd look like a fucking like what do you call him? <laughs> My head would just get round. What do you call <laughs> him? Dudes from Lord of the Rings that were like really short, but they were taller than the. Uh, I don't know. I'm not dwarves because you know they're really stout and stocky uh-huh. and you know, like muscular. They're really short. Like let's see. I have to uh, start wearing a uh, a beanie all the time and just be like a. Well, I, I stand out in the yard and just hold a lantern. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I think Dude, you're, I think you're definitely taller than a dwarf, but. <laughs> yeah. Not that's, not a dwarf. That's in, my in, claim to fame. Definitely taller than a dwarf. <laughs> not a dwarf is in like our standards today. I mean, as in like you know. Fantasy world where they're like they're not too much shorter than men, but I'm trying to be nice. I don't know, digging a hole here. That's fine. Down I, in a hole. That's fine. It. We we. I, 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 I deserve that one. I deserve that one. I call you fat. You call me short. We'll get a. We'll, we'll. I am fat. No, dude. I'm fat. I'm we're actually fat. we're actually pro both just normal guys actually when you look around us, but yeah, it's, we have this uh, this. Nashville does it too. If you go in, in in any other, if you go outside the city, uh, people are just normal folk and don't care about how much you weigh. It's just it's living in the city where it's held to a certain standard. Yeah, when I'm out like in certain places, I feel like man, I'm looking good. I see a lot of dudes with pot bellies, and then when I'm in Nashville out at a bar, it's like every dude's like. Well, it's it's well, oh, it's yeah. me and Chris came up with yeah. the scale uh, years ago, I think, for like the 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 hipster ratio, like how you dress. Has some, ha, definitely is related to where you live because in Nashville we don't dress like hipsters. When we go outside of Nashville, we look like hipsters. You don't live in East Nashville. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, I go out and sometimes I'm like, dude, I wish I could dress as cool as that guy. Or I th- I'll think it, you know, or like, man, that dude's dressed awesome. I wish I could grow a beard like you, man. Thanks, sir. But you know what I'm saying. But, but you then, keep it nice and tight too. You know, you don't have to like show off and be like, oh, it's down at my tit. Just trimmed it back. I don't. I don't like it when it gets that long. It's kind of annoying. Honestly, it hurts a little bit. I've seen it get pretty bushy, but I've never seen it lengthy. You can't grow a beard, Tony. No, no. My beard. Uh, I look like an old. Um, my my beard is wispy, like an old. Um, Chinese crescent. Like, like yeah, like an old no Chinese way. monk. Like yeah, like I have. That li- would look cool. Yeah. Can you imagine walking to this podcast? It should be like, oh my god. If I grow my beard out, it looks like I should be wearing an orange robe and sitting cross-legged on the floor my spiritual and hero that'd be you cool looked, you looked cool for a while when you had your mustache it was growing no, up. that was not cool dude thank well, you but it was not cool you had the little soul patch you could yeah, do I the did. soul patch in the bottom part <laughs> dude my soul patch grows up more than anything else on my face yeah, all yeah. i get is all i get is soul patch you should grow I, I have more soul, soul than, i have more soul than anybody in this room right now but it, you got a baby that. face too eg <laughs> I, I can't grow anything yeah I guess it's okay. I wish. But I when was I had like long hair, I like, I, like I needed something. Yeah. You know, I got soft features or whatever. I needed. I needed, I needed a beard. Yeah. 
See, that's what I wish I had, because I age and uh, alcohol abuse have not been kind to my wrinkles. My, 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 I like my face. Is oh, like you this. look younger than you. You look like you could pass for thirty, flat, maybe twenty nine. People say that, but I feel like I look older. When I look no way, mirror. dude. I think you look like the youngest at this table. I wish I could have. I wish I had a beard to kind of hide some of these. Like the marks on no, my stop. The, the lines on my face. Dude, I've got shopping bags under my eyes. Let's just do us the whole rest of the podcast we'll just do self loading. We'll yeah, we'll just so <laughs> hate on ourselves. <laughs> and then <laughs> next podcast we talk about how much we love each other because we're yeah. bipolar as fuck. We just <laughs> <laughs> No, truth be told. Man, you know I didn't what? mean to contribute to the environment of Discord I, uh, here between the, hustle, the, the hosts. Yeah. No, I, uh, I enjoy life. It's fine no matter yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. You gotta have a little bit of that to be able to enjoy life. Right? It's all about, especially there's no push and pull. Yeah, it's a. Everybody goes through the little bouts of depression once in a while, especially when you're a, a quote unquote artist. But uh, the the thing about it is, the thing about all of life, man, is to go with a positive attitude. It sounds cheesy as fuck, I know, but ha- have a positive attitude. Go out and like look for those silver linings, the brighter sides of things, and realize that how much good stuff you have going on and. There's gonna, it, it's not always gonna be an upswing. It's gonna be a fucking just. You're gonna fucking fail sometimes. Hundred percent. Uh, most of the time. I failed. A, I failed a lot more than I've been <laughs> yeah. successful in my life, to be honest. But when good things start happening, like don't let that failure get in the way of uh, letting those good things happen. Because sometimes you can get like, well, if you just think everything. Because this happened to me. I went. I just went through this phase of thinking everything was shitty, and then everything was shitty. When you stop thinking everything's gonna be shitty, and you start just. Uh, you start looking at the positive things, and you start letting the good things happen. They will start happening. Put don't, don't stop believing. You got no. Don't stop believing. Uh, don't stop thinking about tomorrow. That's it. And don't stop the carnival. I'm 100 percent behind you, man. Positive attitude led to this record for me. To be honest, I really? mean, no, yeah. I mean, because I many a times you, if you sit down and you're you're writing your poetry, or I'm writing my music. If if you're your own, you need to be your own critic, but you can't, you can't beat yourself up to the point where you can't get through that stuff. Yeah. Because if you tell yourself it sucks over and over, you're gonna believe it. And the everyone's like you don't want someone blowing smoke up your ass, but every once nope. in a while, having someone remind you that you're good at what you do is could is can go a long way because you're always gonna compare yourself. To, like you're never gonna be good enough. Like the people that I'm like he, sitting here on this wall behind me, I'm yep. never I'm never gonna be as good as these guys on this wall right here. You might. But if I keep telling myself that, then I never will. So every once in a while, like that's not necessarily the standard that you gotta hold yourself to all the time though. Like there's never gonna be another Hemingway or another John Lennon. But I there, there might be a new me, you know, or, 100%. or, or you. So you gotta just go out there and do what you do and. It's uh, I, again, I, I almost sound silly saying this kind. Of, it's not like I'm on an after-school special, like being all <laughs> cheesy and corny. But I tell you what, man, since I just, and I, I, I credit, um, a lot of that to Chris here and our buddy Kyle. When I was going through some depression a couple of years ago, they just told me, hey, just find something that makes you happy and just focus on that, and and I did, and now like he's I, been masturbating ever since. Yeah, it's uh, non- nonstop with this mm-hmm. guy. It's so, terrible. but. You know, I had to get my actually had to get my foreskin reattached. But oh man, that was good. Cheers. Yeah, I, I mean, on that point, though, I mean, positivity is key. 
Positivity breeds positivity. Negativity breeds negativity. It's good yeah. for your heart. You and know? that's absolutely true. Yeah. Whatever you put in, you're going to get out. And um, whether you think you're going to succeed or whether you think you're going to fail, it's probably going to happen that way. Yeah. And you find yourself – man, I was so funny. I was – again, how things come around. Uh, I went to uh, Plaza Mariachi today to watch uh, another former guest, Marcelo Pineda, play and – Ran into one of our guests from last week, Ben, the uh, bass player from Lumber Madre. And we were sitting there. We had a good conversation. We were talking about this very thing about how what you put out. We were actually talking about um, food and, like, being healthy in life. And, like, what, what you put in your body is how you're gonna be, your body is going to react. Like, you're going to – if you put good things out there or good things in, you're going to get good things out. And it's the same thing in the world. If you put good things out into the world, you'll get good things. But not all the time. It's not roses. It's not fucking – we're not, like, all fairies and shit here. We don't believe in, like – fairies and, and sparkle dust and that everything is fucking you know gravy all the time but uh if you it's you choose how you how your life wants to be you choose how you want to look at life and if you want to be you know and sometimes the sad shit is a part of that like you can't be fucking happy all the time you can't write a fucking song from the heart if, if you're just fucking happy and like just all, all the time you have right to appreciate and, and a, and a the sunshine baby yeah so th- there's both there's both sides of that that coin but man, thinking of life, thinking of going out into the world and being like this, I'm not gonna let other people or other things that are negative make me feel that way about certain things. And uh, it's a struggle. It's hard because you know some of us, especially those of us who uh, do podcasts at the, where you drink every fucking Friday night, <laughs> have a uh, have a you know a tendency to have have that gremlin, as me and my girlfriend call it, that gremlin comes up behind on your shoulder once in a while. It's like, hey, you know, you might be thinking over here that you're fucking. You know, you, you run into something, and you're like, oh, I can handle this. Like, this is no problem. This is this problem right here. Like, I, it, I know exactly what to do. I know, I've been through this before. I can handle this. But some, the other side of that, every once in a while, there's that always, there's that fucking gremlin that's on this shoulder going, let's burn this motherfucker down. Let's just, let's, let's fucking, let's do yep. it. Let's just, let's light the motherfucker on fire. Let, let's throw that Molotov cocktail in there and just see what happens. Yep. Man, I've had some rages or fits where it's just like there was nothing anyone would ever be able to do to like, you know what I'm saying? Kicks me. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I read a quote today. It was pretty neat. It was, uh, I think, the best. Not giving a fuck is the best revenge. It was interesting. You know, sometimes, you know, shit happens in your life. Sometimes you just go, it's like, fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> is that another battle I need to be in? Keep nope. Rolling. nope. Yeah. I need it's to pull myself out of that mini battle. Yeah. Just, yeah. And have yeah. A, a focus on something else. I forget who said it, and I forget the exact quote, but something along the same lines, like uh, "living well is the best revenge." There you go. Yeah, I had it actually a buddy of mine. His girl broke up with him today, actually. Poor guy called me all heartbroken. I was just. Oh. I was gonna say, is it me? Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tony. Uh, Faith called me and. Uh, your phone's been blowing up, yeah. man. Ah, oh, shit. We've been uh, discussing. You know what I just said about? It, you, you know what I just said about positivity? Uh, Fuck it, I'm going out there. Let's, let's, I'm let's, out. Let's go get drunk. Get drunk. <laughs> let's burn this motherfucker down. It's oh, funny, man. I feel like that was a good way to end the show, man. We got somewhere tonight with the. I like that. I like that discussion about positivity. It's good. It's good to have a little. Especially positive. You do a show. We make a lot of. We do a show where we make a lot of jokes about uh, everything, about each other, about the, the world Force around game. us, and everything. So it's. Uh, it's it's good once in a while, but people do that in their in their general life, and it's sometimes, and, and I'm I'm guilty of this. We make jokes to kind of when we get uncomfortable because we're uncomfortable about saying those things right. that are actually positive or like helpful. Like like, like it's it's weird to wa- like 
I'm, I'm over it now at 38 years old, but there was a point, I think, in all of our lives, right, where it'd be weird to be, like, walk into your buddy and be like, hey, man, that, that's a nice-looking beard. I like the way you did that. Like, it, if you... You had to make like, fun of it somewhere. Yeah, you had to, right? like, make, you yeah, had yeah, to yeah. D- make a joke somehow. Like, sure. You can't just be like, hey, those are some cool shoes, man. Like, it, And just leave it at that. I still... I mean, I still feel we're a little weird sometimes playing these songs off this record, especially when they're stripped down, because these songs are a very positive... Wait, you play them naked? Is that what you're Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the glass I mean, table, baby. <laughs> You know, I'm a little concerned, but my guitar covers most of what I'm concerned about, so no, that's okay. He's well endowed. It hangs below. <laughs> Mostly his balls, but it's fine. But, but it's, that, it's that weird thing, you know, you go, hey, this is a very positive message. And you just, you almost feel like, oh, can I do that? Can I really talk about something in simple terms that's positive? I can sing heartbreak or something. And it, that's like the Bill Withers. If, if you go back and listen to Bill Withers' Still Bill. That whole record is just a bunch of positive, upbeat tunes that sound great. They're enjoyable because most of them are upbeat in their energy. Yeah. But he's he's just saying, hey, people, we can do better than this. Yeah. yeah. The simplicity sometimes yeah. is what you need, man. Like, uh, And I was trying to write too much in metaphor and too much yeah. in this, and it was getting lost on people, you know? And I think that's the thing that Eddie helped me do well on this record is it's simple, you get it, and you walk away and you take something away from the song. Yeah. Charles Bukowski said... Uh, Problem. One of the problems with the world is that. Uh, well, this that was a separate quote. He he said the problem with the world with the world is that uh, the intellects are uh, full of right. Smart people are pretty much when you, the way he, I, I I don't remember the exact quote, but what he said was smart people are full of self doubt, and idiots are full of self confidence. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I've uh, read that. That's good. But the the other thing he said that more relates to this was. Um, an intellectual person takes something simple and makes it hard, and it, a, a poet takes something hard and makes it simple. So that it. I, who was it that said this? Charles Bukowski. Like, okay. So, so your job as an artist, as a songwriter, is to take these. Like all of our jobs as, as it, it, as artists, is to take an emotion that someone doesn't know how to process, or it might be complex, and distill it down, and and so that they can understand it better. Yeah, and, and most people don't have time to sit there and go, they're not going to listen to my song 44 times in a row and go, oh, let me he, glean something yeah, from this. What's he trying to they're, say there? They're going to listen to it one time, and they're going to go, what did I take away from that mm-hmm. one listen? Yeah. So if you can hook them, and, and really you can't even hook them across the whole song. you got to hook them in 30 seconds Yeah. because yep. our attention spans are so fast, so yeah. short. That's it. Speaking of short attention spans, I know our listeners have short attention spans, so we, this has gone kind of long. We should... Uh, which I feel like we can go into this all night. I love the way this conversation has gone. Well, we can have this conversation over more beer. We could. So, so before we get out of here, though, we got to get, like, you know, all the good stuff. All them plugs. All them plugs. You got the album dropping. Yep. Conversation. Uh, so it's, it's April 6th. Uh, it's today, right? Yes. Yeah. Today. When this when this podcast drops, it'll be today. So uh, me and you, single, is going to be out everywhere. Go to Spotify. Check it out. Um, the album will be later this summer called Conversation. We may have a single in between. Um, gonna have a couple shows in May. Hopefully one that, uh, Chris will be playing drums. Hopefully. In, in a band called... Sir Devil Duke, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> a band. Sir, Sir Devil Duke? Duke? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, has the name of the band been taken before? Oh, okay. <laughs> Shame, they're a terrible band too. So, so mark your calendars five <laughs> five nineteen. You can see E. G. Vines <laughs> and you can see Chris behind the skins, killing it yeah. in his element, doing his thing. Behind the force of at old. five spot. 
It's yeah. going to be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. A lot it's more to come. It's a Saturday, so no excuse to go out there. God, and thank you guys for having me. Yeah, you I always love to kick it and hang with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Man, thanks for playing for us. Yeah, thanks hell yeah. Good so conversation. You I always love hearing your voice, man. Yeah, man, thanks I like fun. Thanks for it's sharing of some of your process and everything with us, man. It was yeah. a fun show. So, Chris, you got anything else you want to plug, man? Um, just throw out that peace and love out there. Yeah, guys, keep it. Tracy, how you doing? Say hi, come on. Oh, hold on, you're oh, wait, 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 wait. There we go. Fan-fucking-tastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> you missed our conversation about foreskin. It was just uh, Good. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's extra long. I got a five-skin. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, I hated you all. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's been drinking beer while moving. So, Rainbow you can find... <laughs> Yeah, somebody's been drink, drinking beer while drinking beer. <laughs> 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 Speaking of drinking beer, thank you to Mayday Brewery. I was in everybody out there for hooking us up. They got a bunch of stuff coming out, um, coming up. Uh, so go check them out. 521 Old Salem Road, maydaybrewery.com. And uh, I'm trying to think of some of the events that he told me he was at. Because they have something coming up at Five Spot Chad recently. Five Spot is getting uh, Boro Blonde, I believe, coming up here in the next what? in the next month. Well, so we'll be hanging out there for one of their events. I believe another one of our former guest charge atlantic is playing that show so we'll be out there with them we have uh steeplechase stuff coming up with uh principal cigars next month we have a ton of stuff happening so you can find us on itunes google play stitcher radio of course cherrybuzz.com rate us please interact with us get on our facebook uh instagram and five star dudes yeah five star five stars Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that's pretty much it Y'all go do something productive. Stop listening to us.